Hello and welcome to the latest Northcote Dynamics podcast. Um, today we've got a, a senior leader in the uh, Microsoft business applications space. Um, it's Stephen James, the group CEO and founder of SA Global. Stephen, hello. Hey. Hi, John. How are you doing? Great. Thank you very much. Good, uh, good, good. I'll, um, I know that um, you of all people are probably quite time poor, um, so I think we'll 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 crack on. Um, so, I'd like to start with a, a bit about the um, the SA Global journey, right? So, um, I know you you founded it over thirty years ago. That's um, right. That's right. Long, long time ago, and it's grown to to the size it is today, which is which is pretty pretty significant. Eleven times Microsoft Partner of the Year. Wow, that's that's quite a number. Uh, could you could you maybe for us summarise um, the journey that you've been on, the personal one and the professional one you've been on uh, ever since the early nineties with with SA Global, Stephen? Well, um, in a yeah, nutshell, so, if you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we started we started the business back in Brussels, actually. So that's that that's our genesis was uh, was in Belgium, and uh, we were nothing to do with Microsoft at that time. So I basically. Uh, I packed all my stuff into a sort of beaten up uh, VW Golf and, and, and drove to drove to Brussels, which is I think my second time ever in Brussels. Didn't speak a word of French. Um, and, uh, and, you know, the, the, the choice of, of venue was we were we were actually a systems union partner. And uh, that was the only place that, that they didn't have an existing partner. <laughs> So, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I like to think that it was all strategic and stuff like that, but yeah. uh, it really wasn't. It was uh, it was really random, and uh, you know, just to show how clueless we were when we when we arrived there, we didn't actually realise that Europe, you know, completely shuts down in uh, well in July and August, right? Yeah. Most people realise that, but we didn't, and we're like, gosh, the city's really quiet, isn't it? You know, there's almost no traffic. You know, it's it's, it's great, and <laughs> and. Uh, because it was a disastrous time to be trying to start a business, and then September hit, and you know it was it was it was pan, it was pandemonium. Um, but you know, actually, we really struggled. We found it very very difficult, and we were just lucky, really, um, that uh, my part, my business partner at that time, um, she had a background in treasury, and we 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 bumped into somebody at a do um, from Bank of America. And so um, they were looking for a, a, like a general ledger product that would sit off the back of the treasury solution. Um, and we said, oh, well, we could build that. We, we, could, we can do that and we could interface it to our product. And, and then kind of the rest was history. So um, we just signed up a who's who of the global corporate universe. Um, wow. General Motors was our second ever customer. Um, then we had Johnson Controls. We had uh, Ikea. We had Carrefour. Um, we had Yves Rocher. Uh, gosh, we had so many, so many famous, famous names off the back of this uh, this Bank of America treasury treasury wow. interface, and and you know that was the start of the business, and and you know we've kind of grown it, you know, organically since since then, and we've been through different manifestations of products um, in the in the. A late nineties, we signed up as a reseller for Great Plains. So we were mm -hmm. a reseller and distributor for Great Plains in the in the Benelux, um, uh, and you know that was relatively successful. We had we had some some slight challenges in that we were trying to sell a, a product that wasn't really very multi currency and didn't have 
didn't really have VAT to speak of um, in the European market, which is a slight handicap. Um, but hey, we, we managed to build that up, and then you know Microsoft decided to decided to buy it, and then they decided to buy uh, Nav. Um, so that was really a disaster for us because you know um, when 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 you're kind of uh, your biggest your biggest competitor suddenly becomes your partner account manager <laughs> and imagine <laughs> it doesn't go too well right and those guys were you know they were pretty pretty tough business people and they they did a number on us um unfortunately we were able to sell we were able to get out and we sold the business back to back to microsoft and i kind of got out just about with 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 uh with uh, my, my kind of um, business intact. Um, and then we made the decision with the, with the money we made from that actually to go into, into AX, except uh, oh. at, 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 the, at the time. And you know, the, rest is, the rest is history, as they say. Wow. Was that before Microsoft bought Exapter as well? Um, or or, no, or had they already acquired it? It was right at, right at the beginning when, when Microsoft first, first um, you know, uh, made the, made the yeah. acquisition. So it was early. I think it was like a V2 yeah, when we yeah, started. Yeah. Wow. Um, I think 2002, if I remember rightly, that, that we started with it. So it was quite a long time ago. Wow. Um, Actually, Rav was was one of the first employees. You know, oh, Rav Lau, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. so bought, okay, so his business. He had a business called Metal Tree. We bought that business as our kind of entry into into the world of Acceptor, and that's an interesting story as well because you know Acceptor at that time, um, you know, it was a Damgard product, and Damgard had been bought mm. by by Navision, um, and it was kind of the poor relation in that in that whole family. Um, and there's a, there was there was a guy called Darren Laybourne um, mm. who was uh, in charge of of Project Green. So Microsoft had this idea of building this this kind of next gen, um, uh, you know, a, a three tier solution. Um, uh, and and they you know they, they had a great they had a team and the, the, you know the code word and they were doing all of that stuff. And 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 Darren Laybourne went to to Vebback. Um, and he had a look at this thing called Acceptor. We weren't quite sure what they bought because they kind of bought Nav and, you know, Acceptor kind of come along for the party because it had been absorbed by the vision um, mm. sort of a year or so before. And he took a look at it and he's like, well, hang on a minute. You know, we're trying to build this, this object-orientated three-tier three solution. And we've got this thing called Acceptor. It pretty much looks like that. Um, and so it kind of went from being the, the, the poor relation to being the you know the kind of star the star of the show right mm. and, and and you know whereas 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 the division guys were very much focused on their product um Exapta then you know became the foundation didn't it for for microsoft's whole um erp erp strategy Absolutely. so you know it, it that again was really fortuitous in the sense that that we we picked it we picked Exapta because we just felt that you know, there weren't that many partners doing it and that it suited our business model a bit more um, rather than NAV. Um, but, you know, we were lucky in the sense that it, it then became really the poster child for, for Microsoft's go-forward strategy. And our our growth really as a business, you know, has has, has mirrored the growth of of Exapto, D365, F&O, whatever you want to call it. 
So you've aligned your business to Microsoft's growth strategy as well. Is that fair? Well, yeah, absolutely. Mm. You know, and 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 and, uh, in fact, what we're doing now with with our 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 new strategy is very much (laughs) about aligning the business around Microsoft's new growth strategy, which is still very focused around ERP and 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 CRM, but but which kind of sees ERP and CRM uh, as a as a component in an overall platform platform play. So, you know, what, what we're doing is we are kind of broadening our business to cover the, the broader Microsoft um, platform. And then also mm. so, so bringing on things like, you know, cognitive services, BI, um, you know, collaborative services and so on. So that's the kind of broadening. Because, because the way I see Microsoft moving forward is that they, they won't want to engage with specific niche vendors. They'll, they, want, they, want, um, or they want to engage with organizations that can support the entire Microsoft platform um, and have that kind of you know, ability to engage maybe with one workload initially, be it BI or whatever, and then build that that roadmap build that that broader engagement with uh, with with the client and and you know generate obviously more azure consumption which is what 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 is driving a lot of the, a lot of the the strategy right now at, at, at microsoft and then you know we're also going a lot deeper um with things like 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 managed services uh of, of various of, of various kinds uh resilience so you know things like disaster recovery um Cybersecurity, really trying to be that one-stop shop um, for our clients, and to, mm. to mirror and match, you know, Microsoft's strategy, um, but very important, delivered through a vertical focus. So, you know, our our vertical focus is around services businesses, mm. particularly particularly legal. We have we have IP and stuff around legal, but mm. but also other. Other types of, of broader services businesses, AEC, um, uh, just general consulting, IT services, embedded services, etc. So that's a nice segue, Stephen, into because uh, w- when you and I spoke last, we were just speaking about it now. Actually, when um, so so these days, people skill sets within Dynamics can be very very specific, sort of inch wide, mile deep, and I think yeah, maybe get your opinion on that, right? So that's definitely worked in the past. What what does the future hold? Um, for, for people's careers in, in dynamics and what maybe should if they're if they're already experienced people may, maybe sort of you know consultants senior consultants what 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 are they maybe doing now that they should be wary of and maybe what would they need to do in the future well look i think there is going to be a, a significant shift in the types of things that let's just take a let's take an fno consultant you know historically um a lot of the role was about being almost a kind of master configurator, understanding um, how to get the product to to to, to sync for a for a for a client. Mm. And you know, typically, um, we go back a few years. You know, you're very much starting with a blank canvas, starting to 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 map the client's business processes, starting to understand what their key objectives were. Um, if you think moving forwards, and we're now in the era of cloud, where more and more partners are, are very much vertically focused. And if you think mm-hmm. about cloud, you know, it's about 
it's about rapid time to value and incremental improvement, isn't it? It's not about, you know, building, uh, you know, the perfect solution and taking years to do it. People want, want rapid value um, and then they want to, to have a strategy whereby they can, you know, continue to improve that um, as, as, they move, as they move forwards. So the need for that kind of deep configuration skills, I think, is going to dramatically dramatically reduce mm. um and it's going to be much more rather than being a kind of i don't know like a michelin star chef putting these things these things together it's almost about taking the whole series of components from across that broader microsoft strategy on the microsoft platform understanding the customer's pain point understanding their strategy and putting together the components in the right way to solve the client's problems there's always a danger. Uh, I use the phrase that that you know when you've when you've got a hammer, everything looks like a nail, right? <laughs> and you know, I've seen Dynamics consultants try to do things in Dynamics when they really shouldn't be. Yeah? yeah, and I think that's going to be the case more and more in the future. It's going to be about understanding that broader technology stack, understanding what. What, what, what that can do and guiding the clients in the right way to choose the right combination of tools and technologies to solve a particular problem. And it's going to be less about your detailed knowledge of how to configure VAT and those kind of things. So I think, you know, um, for people who've been a long time in that business and who derive a lot of their status and a lot of their um, um, uh, their kind of his, historical um, uh, mm. prestige and, and value out, out of those skill sets, it's going to be quite difficult. They can take a step back and, and start to think about how they, how they embrace, embrace that broader, broader thing. And they need to realise that their real knowledge, their real asset is not so much the nitty gritty of how to configure a product because products come and go and tools mm. and technologies come and go. It's the understanding of how to how to consult, how to how to to address a client um, pain points, the, the the main knowledge of how businesses and you know supply chains and 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 finance works, that's the real asset that they have, right? It's those soft skills, it's that domain knowledge, and that broader technology te technological appreciation that makes them great great consultants, um, and so they need to think about working on that aspect of their of their skill set and and less about and, and be more adventurous and go outside of their comfort zone and mm. embrace some of those new tools and and, and and technologies and you know what you're going to see is, is a lot more things that are really um pre-configured um pre-baked and it's going to be about putting together those combinations right okay yeah what well, yeah. you, you said it soft skills and that's you know Tech, tech comes and goes, but soft skills will always be important, right? Um, <laughs> absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, um, and I'm, I'm seeing it with my clients now. They're, I mean, the soft skills, obviously, they've always been there, but they're, they're saying, yeah, you know, you do FNO, that's fine, but, but have you also done CE projects? And have you done Power yeah. BI? And, and oh, we're, we're changing a bit. So I know you're a really good FNO PM, um, but we're really looking for someone who's done a bit of both. So sorry. Yes. Um, so what, what was good yesterday is probably not good today. Correct. Um, you need to be broader. Yeah, you need to be broader and, and, and be willing to embrace a different, you know, when you think about power platform, 
Those mm, are like yeah. Lefano and CEs. Those, those borders are becoming non-existent now. They're all, it's all merging into one, into one, into one platform. Um, no, def, definitely. And, and, you know, talk about soft skills. You know, the environment is much, much. When I started out, you know, it was a much more convivial atmosphere. There wasn't that pressure. We had, we had Solvay as one of our, one of our customers, um, a huge Belgian um, organization built by Ernst Solvay, the famous picture of him sitting next to Einstein on, on the wall. <laughs> and, and there used to be, like, kid you not, ladies with white pennies that brought a cakes trolley at um well at 10 30 and and the first thing you did when you got into the office is you you went around and you greeted everyone so you know you you, you go around you do a tour of everybody's office and you you shake hands with everybody before you went and sat down then you know you only been sat down half an hour and it was time for cake right <laughs> and, then, and then you know you'd go to the canteen and um, there was a, there was an executive canteen, and us as consultants, we were able to participate in that. And you know, those guys would have would have a, a three course lunch. You know, this is probably an extreme example. But yeah. We worked with General Motors, which wasn't much different. <laughs> now, the, the the corporate environment, you know, the pressure comes from the top, right? Yeah, absolutely. The CEOs are like you know premiership managers. They 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 you know they're in and out. You know, a rate a rate, and that. What goes around comes around. That pressure comes right down. So the 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 environment now is a lot more pressurized. I think it's much more of a premium on on those skills, on that resilience, on those interpersonal skills than 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 there ever was. You know, it is yeah. it is a much much tougher world for 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 my consulting team now than it was when I was doing consulting. You know. Gosh, um, long time ago. <laughs> yeah. About 15, 15, 15, 20 years ago, that my last consulting project. Yeah. So, of yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, and, it, and I, it, I imagine it's, it's a lot tougher. Right yeah, um, and that's and that's a really nice sort of segue into um, people starting out. Um, so people maybe looking at getting into Microsoft consulting, people who are maybe at, at a more junior level, may, maybe working for end users have have been super users or whatever, and thought this sounds pretty exciting. How how do I get into consulting? Um, and you've interviewed I'm, I'm going to say hundreds of people over the years as an assumption, but I just probably guess you have at least, at least yeah. hundreds if not thousands. Um, what yeah. would what would you what would you say to people just starting out at that more junior entry level uh, sort of stage about how to progress within microsoft consulting you've, you've touched on needing a broader skill set you've touched on uh, the, the soft skills piece um yeah what, what advice would you give to them yeah well i i, I would say that the broader skill set mm. and when i say broader skill set i'm talking about you know the soft skills we just touched on but it's, it's also about you know understanding you know, business processes, understanding the basics of, of finance. Um, even if you are someone that, that is a developer and you're going to be going in and, you know, working in, in, those, in those very technical domains, mm. if you can understand the difference between a balance sheet account and a P&L account and understand how basic concepts of, you know, supply chain, uh, inventory management mm. and so on work, you're just going to be so much more equipped um in in the, in the business in the business consulting domain than someone who just focuses on that on that you know uh, on that technical on the technical side right. it, always, it always disappoints me 
you know, I, I speak to sometimes my team, um, you know, uh, out in 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 the in the different in the different um, offices. And I ask them, you know, who are you working, who, what project you're working on? So oh, I'm working on this project, and so oh, okay, so so um, you know, that's interesting. Um, tell me a bit about that customer, and like whack whack, they don't actually know. Yeah. Anything about the customer that 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 they're that they're they're, deliver, they're delivering for? Well, that can't be good. You you need to have that that intellectual curiosity to to understand about business and business processes and and have that broader base hmm. to 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 what you're doing. That's what makes you a really effective a really effective uh, consultant, in my opinion. I, I couldn't agree more. And the, the, and the people I've I've Places interacted with over the years who were at that senior level have really good we used to call them customer faces soft skills and that's what every consulting company wants is that soft skill mix in pre-sales sales whatever you want to call it you cannot even at that level without soft skills um so yeah thank you thank you for that Stephen. i, I yeah. know you're really time poor so is there anything else you'd like to, there's a lot to chew on here um but is there Anything you missed or anything I've not added, or you would like to add a bit more? No, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I think that's that, that's great. I, you know, I, I I what I would say is for anybody starting out in this in this business, there's never been a better time to be involved in in mm. the Microsoft you know consulting community. I, I I just feel that this is absolutely the best time. There's there's the the most upside, the most exciting opportunities are are ahead of us. Um, Mm. So I'm, I I I would just say you know it's a great it's a great career to embrace and you know I, I'm incredibly positive about what what can be achieved um, you know with the Microsoft Business Platform and where this business platform is going um, in in the sun in the kind of global um, um, uh, yeah this business environment. There's, this, this just, there's just never been a better time to be a Microsoft partner or to be a Microsoft consultant than, than right now. A ringing endorsement. I'm, go- I'm going to put this on LinkedIn. Um, are you okay with people reaching out to you directly should they have any questions yeah, of anything you've said? brilliant thank you for that Stephen yeah I know I know you've I know you've got a shoot so thank you very very much for your time really appreciate it um Stephen James SA Global thank you very much yeah thanks a lot thanks bye-bye